0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. I'm Steve Goldstein. Uh, thanks for subscribing, downloading, listening. Uh, you know where to find us, anywhere you find um, podcasts. And we appreciate uh, the support. On this edition, we're going to talk to Frank Matrano of the Florida Panthers. Really great story about... Um, kind of how he made his way through growing up in Massachusetts and, and then college and undrafted and going to Boston, the hometown team. He's got some real good stories and really a grounded uh, family person. So great to see Vetrano having the success he's having. He's a restricted free agent, so the Panthers, um, you know, have his rights. It's a one-year contract and looks like, once again, they've done this a number of times over the last, you know, half a dozen years finding uh, these wingers, you know, from – from Yager to Smith to Marshusso to Dadnoff to Hoffman, UC Jokinen. Um, and now it looks like Frank Vitrano maybe be, uh, maybe another one. The 2025 20, goal scorers on the wings. They've been able to uh, kind of dig up and really not give up much, um, to end up getting. So, um, we'll talk to Vitrano coming up. We'll tell you about our sponsors. We always thank Orion, ONA Management Group, SIDES, Dave Lister, in the Fight Against Pediatric Cancer. A uh, good friend, Ken Morris and the Morris Southeast Group, all your real estate needs here in South Florida. And, um, and Oscar, at one-on-one concierge, taking care of a lot of different things for you, uh, your homes and and all that kind of stuff. So we'll tell you about that as well. But without further ado, let's get to our guest on this edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. He is Frank Vetrano. Frank first off your career path tell us about a young Frank Vetrano in in Massachusetts growing up when you got hooked on hockey.
1: Yeah, you know uh, hockey was always uh, kind of a family thing growing up uh my my I have three brothers two of them played uh junior and at the college level and uh my other cousin played at Boston College won two national championships there so uh those are kind of my role models growing up and I was I'm a bit younger than them so uh you know when I was always young I would I wanted to play with them so bad that the only position I could play was goalie. So I'd be out in the, out in the driveway. They'd be taking slappers at me. I was in my diapers. They're probably 12, 13 years old and I'm four year old. There, three year old and sitting in the net while they're ripping pucks at me. But, uh, I think them just being tough on me at a young age, really, uh, just pushed me to always be better, uh, knowing that you can't be content with how you are, you always got to push to the next level and try to get better. And I think, uh, them being hard on me as a young kid really pushed me to, you know, not just play hockey, but pursue it as a career.
0: Do you remember at what age you started? I'm assuming at some point you got a lot better than all the other kids and you had to either go up or to a different team or play with older kids. Do you remember what that was like and what age it was?
1: Yeah, I think uh, my mom uh, actually put me in hockey. I was uh, two and a half going on three. Uh, I was already doing uh, learning to skate and all that. And I think I was on a team by three, three and a half. I was playing with, I think, five year olds, maybe six year olds. Uh, but I think when I was around two and a half, three years old, I, I my, put my brother's rollerblades on. They were probably triple the size of me. <laughs> and uh, I think that's when my parents knew I wanted to play hockey. So I think that was a sign for them. They put me right in. and uh, I loved it ever since I stepped in the ice.
0: What was the experience like in college? You know, you had some time where you didn't play, and then you wind up at UMass Lowell, and how it all, UMass Amherst rather, how it all kind of shook out. And was there ever a time as an undrafted player? before you obviously signed and then had the success, that did the belief ever waver about being an NHL player at any point?
1: And, um, and I was I was planning to go to Boston College. It was a school that my cousin went to and was successful there, won national championships. So I think I committed to there when I was sixteen years old and it was my dream school growing up and you know, I got the campus there and things didn't end up working out for me and I uh, ended up having to sit out a year and a half transferring and I uh, know it was a time for me. That was probably the toughest time of my hockey career. I was, uh, I think I was ranked in the, the uh, top 100 for the draft in 2012 and interviewed with uh, probably 20 teams and got passed on. And, you know, going into my freshman year at BC, I was, uh, I was excited I knew I was going to be able to play with some great players and get a, ch- a chance to get drafted again. And, and that happened. I had to sit out a year and a half, and it was kind of time for me to kind of you know, kind of lock it in with, uh, I, w- I was a kid who kind of was chubby growing up and kind of put uh, the off-life stuff second. And now it's something you gotta put first and something that really took to heart. And I think that was the biggest thing for my hockey career was kind of rewind a little bit and know what I needed to do to make the next level. I had a lot of time to myself. So, you know, going to UMass Amherst was a great great fit for me, uh, right down the road for me. Um, you know, I, we were uh, a team that had some good players on. We we didn't win many games, but I had a chance to play every single night and play top minutes and you know luckily Boston came knocking on my door after one year of playing and you know that that was my chance and I had to step on and take it.
0: When you look back on that time where you weren't playing hockey, and even right afterwards when you start playing in college, was was there more of an appreciation of the game because you couldn't play games? I'm assuming you practiced during that time, but couldn't play games for so long.
1: Yeah, it's tough. Um, You know, when you're out there, you're working hard every single day, and you're not rewarded. Rewarded with it at the end. You know, you work hard all summer to get ready for the season. For me, I was working hard in the summer just to practice. So, you know, it's kind of a mental thing too. You just got to stay with its course, and you know it's. Everyone has a plan, and, you know, for me, I was lucky to be supported by great friends and family who kind of got me through the whole process, and, you know, I credit a lot to the, the players over at UMass who made me better every single day and are still uh, friends of mine, so, you know, I just kept a positive attitude and knowing eventually I was going to play, and, you know, when I was ready to play, I was to make sure I made an impact.
0: So, uh, it's maybe a difficult question to answer, but the way it turned out, if you could turn the clock back, would you change anything the way it happened? Obviously, really hard at the time, but, but you see how it's all ended up. No,
1: I don't think I would change uh, anything. I think everything happens for a reason. You know, it's something my my parents always say to me is that, you know, you you want to play in the NHL and things happen for a reason. You're gonna have I've had setbacks my whole life, whether it's with injuries or, you know, always have to prove myself at every single level. And I think uh, even in college and at the NHL and at the pro level, you got to prove yourself every single day. And that's something that I just go with about every day, just knowing that I got to work hard every single day to make sure I'm at my very best.
0: So, what do you remember about and how did you find out when? you know, the hometown team, if you will, being a Mass guy, yeah. the Boston Bruins are calling, wanting wanting to sign you. Could you take us through the, the first time how you heard about it?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, I was having a pretty good season. I started off actually to a slow start. I think my first five career game in college, I was pointless. And I was like, oh, boy, what's going on here? Like, I don't think that was the longest job I've ever had, especially with junior and all that. And, and it was a big step for me. I haven't played a game in two years. And just knowing that my game will eventually come around. And then all it takes is one big night, and that's what happened with me, one, one of my games. And I kind of know looking back from then, and, uh, I think it was around Christmas break. Um, you now I got a call from my agent saying that Boston was interested in signing me and, you know, I was obviously really surprised and I just knew that there's still a bunch of hockey left to play. So, you know, anything could happen. Um, I just knew that there was going to be an opportunity for me at the end of the year and whenever my season ended that, uh, hopefully the opportunity was still there for me and it was, and it was something that I had to take, um, taken you know as a chance to play in the nhl play professional hockey and i kind of with the hometown team a team i grew up watching my entire life it uh, was kind of a no-brainer for me and i'm glad i made the decision
0: so you frank Vitrano at this young age starts telling some people whether it's you know friends or guys you know hey i'm signing with the bruins the, re- the reaction was what from these guys
1: <laughs> yeah everyone was super happy for me and you know uh you know in Boston, whether it's the Patriots, the Red Sox, Celtics, Bruins, you know they're diehard fans. Whatever sport it is, whatever teams playing, so you know it was kind of uh, it was kind of cool. Uh, everyone kind of knowing who you are back home, and I live in a small town anyway, so think the word spreads fast. Once people started finding out, they were uh, congratulating me, were nothing but happy for me. And uh, you know, obviously, with playing the the team comes a lot of pressure. But for me, it was just I've been doing it my whole life playing hockey. It just doesn't change because you're playing pro hockey. It's your job now, and you got to treat it more serious and That's kind of what I did, and uh, you know, it was uh, really a dream come true playing for them.
0: You had humble upbringing, you know, your 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 family, hardworking family. How amazed were your your parents, and and once you start playing in the NHL, what what's their reaction been like, even up to this day?
1: Yeah, I mean, whether it's playing squirts or college whatever juniors they were always happy me, no matter what uh, level I was playing at Uh, you know they they told me always growing up that you have to work for everything that you get and that's something that I still go with about now Uh, you got to work hard every single day to earn your your opportunity and I think that's something that they uh, really instilled in me and uh, you know I have a really good relationship with my with my parents and uh, my family I talk to them every day so you know it's nice having them from there for me all the time no matter if it's an ups or downs I can always go there uh, go to them for anything so and no, i credit them with success that i've had um throughout my entire career
0: when we come back with more with frank vetrano we talk about his first nhl game in montreal a great story about how his dad made it there this is the goldie on ice podcast and the five reasons sports network i'm steve goldstein our guest is panthers forward frank vetrano we're back in 120 seconds time for an important message for an important cause the sides foundation it stands for sydney's incredible defeat of ewing sarcoma sides helps fund children's cancer research and helps south florida families with kids fighting the disease call 954-594-5763 That's 954-594-5763 on how you can help out. The next SIDES event is the poker tournament with Football Hall of Famer Jason Taylor on March 2nd. A great time for a wonderful cause. Help in the fight against cancer with SIDES Foundation. That's 954-594-5763. Thank you. One-on-one concierge is your only stop needed for all of your home needs. Whether you're out of town, you need your home looked after, make sure there's things like no leaks or any home maintenance at all. Oscar and one-on-one concierge handle it with professional care. House projects, moving, organizing closets, running errands, they do it all. Call Oscar today at one-on-one, 954-439-1551. That's 954-439-1551 or check out the website, com. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and the Morris Southeast Group, an inaugural sponsor of the Golden Ice Podcast. And if you're looking to own commercial real estate, lease or purchase, Call Ken, 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400. Ken Morris represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. Hey, he's a straight shooter, been doing this for a long time and very knowledgeable. 954-240-4400 for Ken and the Morris Southeast Group for all of your real estate needs. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So, all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and O&A today at nine five four nine two two. 8660 online. It's ONA Management Group.com. They also handle hauling. If you have demolition waste, non hazardous material, they handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience. You can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954 992 8660 for Orion and ONA Management. This is the Goldie on Ice Podcast. I'm Steve Goldstein on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Our producer is Brett Markowitz, and our guest. On this episode is the Panthers' Frank Vetrano. What do you remember about your first NHL game for the Bruins?
1: Yeah, I remember I, was, uh, I got off to a pretty hot start in Providence, and you know, uh, there were some injuries up in Boston, and I knew I was maybe going to get an opportunity. And uh, you know, the call uh, the call came to me, and they were like, uh, "You're going to come up to Montreal and play play the Canadians at the Bell Center." And you know, I called my parents right away, and they were they were so happy for me. And you know, Bruins Montreal one of the biggest rivalries in hockey, and even sports, and something I watched growing up. Their playoff battles that they had, and. For that to be my first NHL game was, was really cool. And you know, my my mom didn't make the trip. My dad and my uncle made it, and it's kind of a funny story. They think they would be able to go to the border without passports, but <laughs> but they got they ended up getting in. They weaseled it away and through the border without a passport, and uh, they made the game just in time. So it was great to have them there. And you know, luckily enough, I scored my first goal uh, against the Canadians, and that was that was a uh, feeling that I'll never forget. And it was it was awesome.
0: Okay, before we get to the game. How do they get over the border without a passport? Did your dad say? Well, you know they they usually ask you right when you go by car. Why are you coming into Canada? Yeah. Did he say, well, my son's making his NHL debut against the Canadians? Did he give the honest answer to the border agent?
1: Yeah, so I think they actually had the, just their birth certificate. So back in the day, I think you can just get over to the border with a birth certificate. I remember growing up, we never had passports, so get over the border, you need a birth certificate. So I think that's what they tried to do. And they're like, yeah, I'm here to – my dad was – I'm here to see my son's uh, first NHL game. And they're like, okay, okay. And then they look into the computer, and the guy goes, oh, son, 10 goals, 10 games in the American <laughs> League. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, go on through. So uh, they were uh, – they were, ha- they were obviously happy to get through, and it was great to have them there.
0: That, that is verification. If you're a scorer, you get in. We're talking with Frank Vitrano here on the uh, Goldie on Ice podcast. What do you remember about that game? I guess there, there was a morning skate that day, I assume, and you know, you just getting to the Bell Center. Anything strike you? Any of the guys in the Bruins in the dressing room? Was there a come-to-the-NHL moment for you on that day?
1: I think the biggest coming-in moment was obviously your first day at training camp. Uh, you kind of see guys you've grown—I've grown up watching those guys. So seeing guys like Chara and, and Bergeron and Marshan, all those guys who I, you know, watched them win a Stanley Cup for the Bruins, and you know, something—I uh, even went to the parade. So being a fan of the team, and then you know, you come in the training camp, you're kind of shell-shocked, and uh, I think once the, once the puck drops or once you step on the ice, you kind of you know what you need to do, and I think just just getting called up and being there for the. Pre- Games skate you feel comfortable right away they did a great job but if you're a young guy making sure you're involved and making sure if you have any questions that they're there for you and uh you know they have a great leadership group over there and you know uh they were they were great to me uh ever since the day i stepped in the day i left there they're awesome
0: what was it like when you got traded obviously you know you get traded it's a team that doesn't think that you could do it for them but on the other side there's a team that obviously likes you and believes in you and, and wants to welcome you. How was that like being being traded last year to Florida?
1: Yeah, I was. Uh, I wasn't playing much last year. I was kind of uh, in it mostly out of the lineup. And if I was in lineup, I was in the fourth line, playing probably less than seven minutes a night. So. You know, I wasn't sure. I knew they were, Florida was a team that I was interested in, but, you know, I wasn't sure if they were going to keep me there. I, we had a good team last year in Boston, and I thought they were going to keep me there for depth if there was injuries and to plug me in the lineup. But I think it was a couple of days before the deadline, uh, another GM called me and said I was going to Florida. And, you know, it's obviously, uh, tough leaving your hometown team, but for me i did I didn't care where I was going to play. I wanted to just play hockey and you know luckily enough florida uh you know a team that was uh was was hot at the time and uh battling for a playoff spot and i was I was happy enough to plug her in, in the lineup and it's been a great move for me I can't uh you know thank Dale enough for you know liking me enough as a player and getting me here and seeing what kind of player I was and to plug me in the lineup and to play my uh, full capability.
0: You had some big games against the Bruins. You have more coming up this year. Uh, Without giving away all the the secrets of the trade, how more juiced up are you when, as a Panther, you play against the Bruins?
1: Yeah, you know, you play against guys you've been playing with the past three years and have a good relationship with. You know, you you talk to the guys all the time. Even still, there's some guys I talk to, a bunch. And, you know, uh, there's kind of that – that switch in your brain that goes off and be like, hey, let's, uh, let's stick it to them here. And, uh, you know, I was, I was really, uh, excited to play against the Bruins and, uh, those, those are some of the games I circled on my calendar. I think we played them. I think we played him three or four times over a month span, so uh, I got to know them pretty familiar, and I was, uh, always brought that extra step when I played against them.
0: What's worked so well for you in Florida? You're, you know, you're pacing over a full season between last year so far this year to be you know, a 25-30 goal guy. You know, if you're projected out over 82 games, you've been promoted to play with a guy like Barkov. Are you much different as a player now, or is it just a matter of, hey, I'm getting an opportunity here, you're giving me minutes and putting me in positions where I can, I can succeed and score?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is obviously opportunity is a big thing in the NHL and confidence. Um, you know, my confidence is kind of slipping away in Boston knowing that I wasn't going to be in those top six. I wasn't going to be on the power play. So for me, it was kind of get pucks in deep, and which is sometimes that's your role and you have to play it. Um, when I got to Florida, I knew I was going to get an opportunity to play in the top nine and get some power play time. And for me, obviously, if you get get those opportunities, you got to earn it and you got to keep it. And for me, that was my biggest thing. I wanted to be a complete player since I stepped foot in here. And I wanted to make sure if I was put an opportunity that i 'm going to give my uh, my best effort and stay there and that 's my goal uh, ever since I stepped in was to make sure i 'm staying in the lineup playing playing those minutes and make sure i 'm effective whether whether if i 'm scoring goals or I make sure i 'm doing something to be noticed every single night
0: you did a lot in that especially that San Jose game in the third period What are you thinking there when you know you finish it off on the backhand and it 's a four point game most of your career what 's going through your mind obviously it 's a big win you 're putting the game away also but what 's going through your mind in that that whole situation as you get back to the bench and guys are fired up. I guess they knew you had a four-point game too.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, guys, you know, he's feeling it tonight, saying all that stuff from the bench. But, you know, I got a great opportunity playing with uh, Daddy and uh, Barky, you know, two, t- two of the best players on our team. And for me, it's just a kind of a simple game, just playing north-south, uh, making sure I'm good defensively, getting pucks to them and trying to get open. And uh, you know, obviously, with that goal, daddy made a great play to me, and I think uh, that's the first time I've made that move, Price, since PeeWee. I don't think <laughs> I've went to my back in a long time, but it's maybe a move I'll start trying a, lot, a bit more now. But uh, you know, uh, just playing with those guys, they make the game so much easier on, so much easier on you, and you just got to make sure you're uh, you're just playing up and up and down the ice and making sure you're reliable.
0: You were part of it last year. Do you think this team has a similar run in it? And how much did the three game winning streak before the All Star break, beating three of the top what seven eight teams in the league? Give this team the belief that hey, you know what, we can we can get on another roll here. Even though it's a pretty big mountain to climb, we can get on a roll. Does do you have that confidence in this group?
1: Yeah, I, I, absolutely. With, uh, you know, getting Troch back, which is which is big for us and having a healthy group and, you know, the younger guys uh, who've been called up, who've been playing some great hockey for us too. Uh, you know, goaltending's been great for us too as of late. So um, I think everyone through top to bottom know knows what we need to do to make the playoffs. And if we can play the way we've played those past three games, we can beat anyone in this league. And we know that we just can't take nights off. You know, there's some games where we have taken nights off and uh, we can't do that now, especially with 34 or 35 games left. We, every, every, every night's a playoff game, and you got to treat it like that, knowing what we need to do to get in the playoffs and just stick with it.
0: You had Josh Brown getting a fight that game after there, there was a couple hits there. You know, Kane hit a couple of guys. You've had Haley in the lineup as kind of a, you know, you're, you're a U.S. player, a Boston guy, but, you know, you're still fairly young at 24. Where do you stand on all that kind of stuff? Obviously, the league has changed, um, but how much of an element still is that for a guy like you, having either a guy or two on your team in the lineup that... Can handle that stuff if it needs to be handled. Does it matter?
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know if guys are going to be taking runs at you know some of our best players or guys who are you know guys who are important to our team. But you know that if they do that, they're going to be answered to. And having a guy like Hales or Brownie and guys that will step up. No matter who it is, I think if someone takes a cheap shot, we have a close knit group in there, and anyone's going to step up every night to you know stick up for a teammate. So you know, uh, obviously the game was a little bit out of reach, but you know for Brownie to step up like that and to do, do very, very well. It's, it's great to see to add another guy like that to the mix.
0: All right, Frank, we appreciate it. Continued success the rest of the year. Thanks. Thank you very much. One of the more enjoyable uh, interviews I've done, Frank Petrano really had a lot of great anecdotes and, you know, you just, you love to hear and see kind of the plight of some of these, uh, you know, professional players. We see them out there playing um, and getting the glory and, you know, making money and, and doing all these things at the professional level. But boy, uh, that, that's quite a story behind the story from, uh, from Frank Petrano and hopefully continued success, uh, for him the rest of this season and with the Panthers. That'll do it for this edition of the Golden Ice podcast and the five reasons sports network. We appreciate the support everybody. Once again, our producer, it would not be possible without the very talented Brett Markowitz. So, uh, we appreciate all of his efforts and we'll talk to you next time.